It's never that simple with Ramon. I am your guy. I am Ramon. Welcome back. Another episode. Man, so much has happened and there's so much I have to say. Uh, first and foremost, thank you once again for coming through, listening to your boy uh, as we continue to get better at this. We continue to expand, add some new things to it. But the whole point right now is just get my point across and let you know that, uh, hey, I know some things, right? But anyway. So I wanted to kind of get into everything NBA. Uh, the major thing at me, as me being a Lakers fan is this Anthony Davis trade rumors, everything with clutch sports, how was have to do with LeBron, how it affects the young core of the Lakers, and KD ultimately being right as always about how he, how he views how media is portraying so much. And it pretty much kind of played into his hands because if you look at everything that happened Anthony Davis trade, it went exactly how he said it was going to be, how the media can be toxic when you play on a team with LeBron, right? So let's get straight into it. As you know, the Lakers core did not get traded. Young core four, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart, um, Zoo did get traded to the Clippers. And I think that was just more about creating some room for some vets that they wanted to get on the team. They feel like to be important to the Lakers, um, even though Zoo's as a traditional big man to pick and roll, get to the basket, not really a jump shooting guy. It really helped a lot, played a lot of big games. And you need a big body out there that just has some good footwork and know how to use them elbows some shoulders. Right. But besides the point, what was major about this Anthony Davis trade was. It was about do anything possible to get Anthony Davis on the Lakers and figure everything else from there to play with LeBron. Now, when you when the news first came out, it was Anthony Davis try to play it cool. You know, rumors that he wanted to leave the Pelicans. And what people don't realize earlier uh, this season, he has switched to clutch sports. That's LeBron's guy, LeBron's agent. So now you look at, OK, this move to the Lakers is going to happen some way, somehow. So they basically told the Pelicans, we want to move on. We don't plan on signing any extension. We don't, you know, we're thinking about we want to go elsewhere. That puts pressure on the Pelicans to make a trade. And the Lakers that want them so bad, they threw the book. They threw the whole team out there. Hey, look, anything you want, Pelicans, we're going to give you. And the issue I have with this is this. Even though people love LeBron James and feel like you just get a guy like AD, they have a chance to win it all, and you bring in some free agents that want to play with those guys. What I am so confused about, like, let's take a step back real quick. Just last year, we have these players who was really interested in playing for the Lakers. You have Magic Johnson. You've created a young squad. You have your point guard that know how to give everyone the ball, who guys that know how to score. And you can create a team around some vets, some good star vets, and a good young core. And then all of a sudden, the shift changed when, all right, it seems like LeBron's going to L.A. Then you start hearing whispers that eh, some guys really don't want to play for the Lakers with LeBron there. Which is off because that's totally opposite of what the – LeBron going to Lakers was for LeBron go to Lakers. Everybody want to go to Lakers. And instead of everybody looking at 
all you know, instead of everybody kind of just looking at like, hmm, what is going on with LeBron? What does players think of playing with LeBron? We, everyone else is finding all these other excuses of what could have been. Well, maybe the young core might not be as good, or maybe it's just you know when you're playing with LeBron, he needs more than that because you're playing and competing with the like all these things that doesn't make sense. No, the whole point of everybody kept saying LeBron going to L.A. was he was going to get other guys there. Now you all of a sudden hearing guys. I really don't want to play with dude like that in L.A. Maybe it's the credit that he's going to get and they're not going to get. It's you have to adjust the game for him. We've seen four players, star players, game was affected playing playing with LeBron. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Love. And it was crazy because being the third guy, everyone don't want to be in a Kevin Love, Chris Bosh situation where everything is your fault, which you sh- should or shouldn't do, all this. Like, it's, it's, it can be very, very uh, uh, displeasuring to those guys, right? Now, when the trade rumors first came out, they wanted to trade the whole young core. You can tell that this could be a problem. And it... You started hearing that, all right, it's this pressure going around the league that's telling the Pelicans, do not make this trade with the Lakers. Do not give LeBron what he wants, right? And you also hear that it was some pettiness involved. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, they're not receiving phone. They're not returning the phone call to the Lakers. They're not even answering the phone. And this is what I don't get. I don't understand why people didn't comprehend this. If if a team is giving you everything that you pretty much asked for and you're still hesitant or don't do anything, that means you never wanted to deal with the Lakers in the first place. It was like everybody was believing the media guys who has all the sources about the names that was out there in trade. In my mind, the whole time is like, if this is what you want, jump on it. But it kept lingering, it kept going, it kept, they want more, they want more. And I said this as it first went, yo, they are trying to sabotage the Lakers locker room. It's simple. Is everybody so excited about all AD in the trade? I'm thinking to myself, look, I am not willing to sacrifice, but it's, it, for me, I don't want to trade the whole team. I love the, the Lakers core, the young core. But one thing is not going to happen if this trade don't fall through. Yeah, you go all in. And those guys are smart. They understand, hey, man, it's Anthony Davis. You got you have to do what you have to do. But that was all played through the media. The Pelicans, the Lakers, the Lakers tried to do all their in- information through the, le- the, the, the media. The Pelicans did the same thing. They played the Lakers through the media. And everyone was able to see it. So then let's transition to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant recently was speaking on how, you know, playing with LeBron, playing on the Lakers, the media around LeBron playing for a certain team can be toxic. The next day, few days after that, people in the media was all up in arms. Well, I don't believe Kevin Durant saying LeBron is toxic and and basically trying to start a beef between LeBron and Kevin Durant over what Kevin Durant said. So after all that... The Pelicans used that same media to manipulate everything of the Lakers. Now, let's break down who is Anthony Davis and who is LeBron James. LeBron James' agent slash best friend slash business partner is now Anthony Davis' agent, who he just hired not too long ago. 
in order for AD to play with LeBron, they the Lakers would have to trade LeBron's teammates, most of his teammates, or, or in order to get the guy that's under the same umbrella as LeBron. That happens to be LeBron's best friend and agent and business partner. So regardless of what anyone says, well, look, Magic and, and Rob know, look, you get Anthony Davis no matter what. I understand that. Let's say people want to be optimistic, say, all right, LeBron's not really controlling the thing. You, you still side-eye LeBron like, yo, family, this your guy. You, that's how you feel about us? The irony behind it is people feel that way when LeVar say something about Lonzo's teammates and coach. I'm hearing, like, when LeVar says that, people going to be looking at Lonzo sideways, like, is that how you feel about us, what your dad is saying? So why is no one doing that with LeBron when the whole AD, the whole AD trade speculation? All these names floating out here. This is the inconsistency. Like I said, these players are not dumb. Everybody know, like, hey, man, I got traded for AD. That's fine and dandy. But how this all went... And people look at it like, well, that's just part of the business, things like that. Yeah, that's that's understandable. But on all levels, when people decide, well, this is what I'm going to do since this is what you are on, people can't be upset. It doesn't matter how you feel about how good or how better the young core should be. It's just a totally different level where guys might be sitting back feel totally disrespected. They will basically dangle like a piece of meat. Matter of fact... Usually in trade talks, we never heard anything so public like this. Usually it's more like, oh, he's on the trading block. They're trying to, like the name, everything was out there. Like it was all out there. I mean, even with the disrespect for Isaiah Thomas getting traded from Boston, at least that trade was on a low low Then he got traded. And then he had a, he had a reason to be upset because he felt like some loyalty, some trust was lost. This one was right in front of your face. So then let's get into the Lakers' young core. People are comparing the Lakers' core to the Celtics' core. You have Yolanda, you have Ingram, you have Kuzma, you have Hart, Zubats, right? Then you look at the Celtics' core. People love the Celtics' young core and Tatum. Everybody feel like that's a future superstar. Brown, they feel like he's really good. Maybe he's had some issues because of adjusting to Hayward and following up. Terry Rozier, he can start on any team in the league as a, as a point guard. He's good, too. He just is Kyrie on the team, right? So people are doing all these comparisons, feeling like these Lakers' core is not as valuable because of this year. You know what's crazy? We're talking about a team that's playing with LeBron, who's, which is basically his own system, who has affected other star players on his team. I don't understand how you expect 20, 21-year-olds to figure out how to play with LeBron when LeBron needs players to play a certain way around him and try to figure themselves out. That's not really their game. But people don't think they're as good. Because you look at the Celtics' young core, wow, they got far in the playoffs without a Kyrie and without a Hayward. You know what's interesting about that? We will view Boston totally different if they would have lost in seven games to the Bucks, the Bucks team that really didn't have a coach like that. The reason why we view so high, we have a high view on the Celtics is because the way they beat the 76ers, because 76ers was the team people looked at that can beat Cleveland and go to the finals. 
That's why people view Celtics so highly. Because if if we take a step back, the Celtics should have beaten the Cavs. They win seven games with the Cavs. I understand LeBron's on that team. But if these guys are say you, who you think they are, you know, at rookie, second-year player in, in Brown and in Tatum. Remember, y'all putting the expectations on the guys of like, man, they're going to get to a new level. Yo, there are other East teams that's gotten better. With that being said, we people view them so highly because of what happened in the 76ers series and going seven games with Cleveland. Probably shouldn't have never been that way in the first place. But besides the point, that's pretty much what happened. So you go into this year, they've had some issues. they trying to figure out their core, how to play, do their start lineup, all of the Brad Stevens. It's not like the Celtics' young core is playing any better this year. Outside, okay, Tatum trained with Kobe. He's learned how to be a, more of an offensive guy. You know, be his, the one-on-one player. But Boston still has a system you need to play within. But they, you can hear all the excuses of, well, you know, you have all these players. Boston have all these talented players are trying to figure out. So that's why the young players are going to be down. Then what do you think the Lakers is going through right now also? Playing with LeBron. It is much harder to, uh, to adjust playing with LeBron than Kyrie. Regardless, people think Kyrie is a guy that can contribute, you know, can distribute the ball to other players and make them better. Play, playing, we've seen this with LeBron in star players. So, but I look at it like this. I mean, if y'all really feel that way about Boston, all right, let Boston gut their team out for Anthony Davis then. Because I still believe the young core, four as I call them, still have all the skills to all be really good. If they stay together, be stars with or without LeBron. The oldest guy on the team was Hart, Kuzma, they're 23, 24 roughly. Zoe Ingram, only 20, 21 years old, 21. And then you hear, I'm a transition to Zoe, you know, because people look at Lonzo. He was supposed to be this guy because of what he's, his daddy said. Yo, if you think the Lakers can be affected by what a parent says that will force a trade by Rob, Magic, how it affects Luke Walton, then those guys are not as strong as we think they are. There are players over the years who's always said the issues that's going on behind the scenes with family, things like that. They just happen to put a microphone in front of Lonzo's dad. And he's like, look, this is what I feel. This is my opinion. My son going to do what he do. This is how I roll. That's crazy. That's insane. So then we kind of let's bounce real quick back to KD. Katie saying, hey, look, playing with LeBron, the media around that can be very toxic. And everything you've seen has happened that he said has happened. He was absolutely right. Even with all the trades going through, the New York trade, and people think Katie going to New York, and he was avoiding talking to media, and then he pointed out, like, you know, you're saying things and, you know, it's not true or, you know, you just I just want to play basketball. I want to focus on what I want to focus on. There are people coming out, hey, Katie, you need to learn how to ignore what people are saying about you and what's going on. You're being too sensitive, Katie. Okay, cool. Let's say that person feel that way. Now, I'm going to transition back to this LeVar Ball, how this all ties in. 
The same guys are telling KD he's been too sensitive, he needs to ignore. It's the same people putting value on what LeVar Ball is saying and how they view Lonzo. Well, his daddy said he was supposed to be this good, and it seems like he just said, just put me up. Like, y'all see where I'm going with all this? People are so inconsistent. They cannot comprehend what, number one, what they're saying and how they're hypocrite. And again, upset their feelings. People know media is very important. The same people who, you know, the media speaks on how important they are when it comes to social issues. The articles, we see media members going the extra mile to find the innocence of a certain person to make sure this person was actually guilty of this crime. But then acts like, well, gee, golly me, when it comes to how the perception of players, the same media members and writers who are dictating who gets in the Baseball Hall of Fame. I hope this all makes sense how I'm tying all this together, how when we're mixing it all together, it's like, yo, this connects the dots. So this is crazy about the media and how everything is going on and how they act and how the G Golly media don't realize this. They don't realize that. And then it was like, well, I'm just doing my job. This guy should do this. But they they become the sensitive ones. But back to the Lakers. Um, now we're at a point where we're trying to figure out what's going to happen the rest of the season. Get into the playoffs. LeBron was out for a while with a groin injury. To see, you know, everyone got a chance to see how good this young Lakers team can be. How good are they really? They don't have LeBron on the floor. And they actually played pretty well. I know the two main games they lost. People look sideways, Cleveland, which is the crazy because the game in Cleveland when they had LeBron was a close game. It went to the last minute of the game. They just happened, you know, they had to figure out how to play without LeBron and, you know, get things going. And they lost to Cleveland. All right, that happens. I believe they lost to the Bulls. It was, other, it was another, the Knicks, the Knicks actually, another bad team they lost to. Those things happen. It's the NBA. I just didn't like how as soon as they lose to a team that's not as good, people went, oh, look, see, these guys are not as good as we think they are. But then when they found their stride, when Kuzma's able to play with high IQ and in control offensively, Ingram is still a pretty good defensive player. You know, he's longer, he's taller than the average, you know, small forward and, and, and uh, shooting guard. Lonzo, same thing. And Lonzo's my dude, man. It's my guy. And I don't understand how people can look at a box score and they don't really watch the game. It seems like I've learned so far that Lonzo is the thinking man's favorite player. You know, there are people out here that feel like Lonzo need to be more aggressive, which he, he needs to be. He needs to shoot better. You know, figure out the spots on the floor he can get his shots off. But it's, sometimes it's a little different when you're expecting, hey, go on the floor and shoot the ball. As soon as you get the ball, shoot. Kuzma, you get the ball, you shoot. And that's what he's going to do. It's different when you have to, uh, you try to figure out everything else going around the floor. That, isn't that why people love LeBron? Or oh, LeBron knows his spots on the floor, but he's thinking about, okay, how do I get this guy to shot? Okay, we're on the floor, shot. You know, that's a different level right there. That takes special players to do that. 
That's why people ended up loving LeBron more than maybe a Kobe or these other scoring guards or forwards. Is they don't they don't have to do what LeBron has to do for the team to be successful, make others better around him. But then the the, the shift is changed now. Oh, I love this player because he's a good score. He's a dog. Okay, when his shot is off, what can he do on the floor? I don't know. I I I love when my basketball is 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 simple when it comes to we can enjoy, but we can articulate and communicate and have a proper perspective on the game. I don't give a damn about everybody else having opinions. Everybody can't comprehend. It's like it's like the book report. Remember the book report in school where they tell you to read a book and somehow everybody, you know, if everybody did one book and you can find, okay, you can see the things that we can all remember, but everybody trying to comprehend what that really means. Imagine that, but even trashier. That's what sports is to me now. They go by what they're told to think. They go by like, oh, you see, it, you know, it's, it's like, oh, you see that. Like this guy's excited because he can, he can run floor fast and he can dunk hard. All right, let's break down the game. You know, that, it's interesting because I, like, I did a pod early, you know, before when it's talking about analytics and how that always, it doesn't always have to be about analytics. Sometimes you just go out there and win. And then there's sometimes where you you're gonna need some of the advanced numbers to show the importance of certain players. I believe Zoe is one of those guys. People look at the, oh, he's averaging 10, 5, and 5. Yeah, that's playing with LeBron. That's a guy who has a, the, his usage rate, usage rate is not that high. It's only like 17, 18. For, for a point guard, it's very low. For a guy to expect to be a 3 and D guy. When LeBron was out, his usage rate still wasn't high. He was averaging 13, 7 and 7. Matter of fact, when LeBron was out, so we take January 26th until Lonzo got injured around the Rockets game, so that was like the 19th of January. He was shooting the best three-point percentage on the whole Lakers team. Does that matter to y'all? I can go about this Lonzo thing all day because I feel like he's one of those guys where people don't want to take a step back and put the pro- – like the Vets guys already said it. Look, he's one of the best guard defenders in the league, on the perimeter, and the post. And when, like they, they have that. They have it all down. They want to see him do more. His shot's getting better. But, hey, well, they should have drafted this guy over him. Okay, cool. Let's look at those other guys that was in the same class. You realize he probably still should be the number two pick. All right, worst case scenario, number three pick. But a lot of guys is not better than him. Simple. But anyway. I, I'm still trivia. How did you let the Pelicans play you publicly? I, I was telling people at work, anytime, online, yo, man, some fishy about this. I don't think this is going to happen. You can't go from all day. They, they're mad about the trade request and they want the NBA looking to tampering and then they didn't return phone calls and then they don't want LeBron to have what he wants and then they all say they're going to just give him what he wants by training him because they asked for a bunch of players. Pelicans look at this is the principle of the situation. Now, who knows? The trade could go on during the summer and they can almost get what they asked for. 
But not now. Your other teams are interested, things like that. I think either way it goes, if AD really wants to go to Lakers, he'll be there soon. This summer or next summer. I know LeBron has time. You know, his time is ticking when it comes to being with the Lakers because the contract he signed, he's getting older. He wants to win another one. But also, you have to believe in knowing how to build and train your young core to continue to get better. These guys have only been in the league for a year and a half. And then Lakers fans looking at like, see, we traded D'Angelo Russell for, and then we got Alonzo Ball, and then Kyle Kuzma to pick with the with the trade with the Nets. But the, I don't know if y'all realize this, but you know the second year after the Lakers season which, uh, of D'Angelo's season, they had their number two pick again. Y'all, y'all realize that, right? Like, the year when Ingram, Kuzma, Ball, and Hart played, even though Lonzo missed 30 games, I think Ingram missed like 15, 20 games. The Lakers won more games last year than they did the previous, what, four years. Two of those years, D'Angelo Russell was on that team. Then you add some of the drama and some of the issues. That's what got him traded. He's in his fourth year. Last year, he had, I believe, a knee injury. So you look at it now, it's like it's working out for Brooklyn. It's not like Brooklyn is like this amazing team. They're doing good for a team in the East. They got some wins. They have a nice little winning streak. But don't get the the perspective jacked up. There are a lot of teams that wish they had young guys that can groom to create something good. It just happened to be the Lakers, so everybody has all this pressure. Which, by the way, I'm tired of the fact they've got this new, a bunch of new Lakers fans and a bunch of LeBron's fans who jumped on, and I have to deal with the Lakers fans as it is that lives in L.A. Like I'm, I feel like I'm a pretty solid, reasonable, good Lakers fan. It's the only team I'm really cheering for, NBA team. Sport, the only sports team I'm like openly cheer for, like I grew up a Yankees fan because Derek Jeter. I used to love the Steelers because I wanted to be the, the Jerome Bennis type, you know, Green Bay Packers because I'm from Wisconsin. All I care about the Lakers right now. I don't really care about baseball, football like that. I mean, sports doesn't affect my everyday, but it is, you know, I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of worried. I was thinking about turning my phone off at work yesterday just so I can turn my phone back on after the trade deadline. I was like, okay, everybody's still there. But I fought through it. And then I hear recently with Rondo, you know, he did a few things with the young core. It's weird because regardless how, you know, the Rondo thing went, you know, you want to see Lonzo play more than Rondo. What's interesting is the guy, the the vet that's actually saving a lot of these young guys is Rondo. Now, people can say whatever about, uh, 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 you know, LeBron, but, you know, I mean, you respect them. You kind of understand, but, you know, like, fam. And in my, deep down in your mind, like, yo, you you bugging, fam. You tripping. I 
Oh, yeah, before I forget. In the clutch, which is like five minutes left in close games, guess who's shooting the best on the Lakers squad? You motherfucking right, Lonzo. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I've been waiting for this for a very long time. And, uh, yeah, I said a lot. But I really wanted to get this one off before I start getting into, like, the other debates. You know, it's so many other things going on. And, by the way, I seen LeVar, you know, he's on Fox Sports yesterday. You know, out of all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world with, you know, forget the, like, the trades, NBA, but, like, just the outside world when it comes to the political world and the issues and um, people, the other entertainers that's out here while and not doing the wrong things, getting harassed and people dying and things like that. LeVar was very refreshing, like, in the world of sports where it's like he's talking and people getting all up in arms and he just look at it like, yo, this is entertainment. That That's what entertainment should be. Yeah, I know people one was looking for the Super Bowl to be entertaining and then but you know it's weird about Super Bowl. The game people look for entertainment, but we know the NFL was also trying to cover their tracks when it comes to, you know, some of the you know, the social things where it's like, you know, they they, they try to play the word not social and we just don't really understand what to do. But then everything they did, they craft they crafted in PR their way to know what works. Talking about going to neighborhoods in Atlanta, you see the commercials where we're thanking the the, the, the firefighters and the EMTs, which I'm glad too because I've been in a situation with the help of them, because that gets you away with talking about police officers. I, that's my conspiracy, but whatever. But anyway, thank you for. It's never that simple with Ramon. I appreciate you. Much love to everybody. We can continue to expand, and y'all have a good day and get money. Yeah.